0: That music opens up a quiet space in us to receive this morning's scripture. Quite fitting, actually, a quiet space to receive this word about Jesus' presentation in the temple. So as the Gospel of Luke, this is the story that follows the shepherds and the angels Next week, you'll hear from the Gospel of Matthew about the arrival of the wise men. But it's just important, these don't, uh, we can't chronologically line these up. So if you're, um, the wise men show up next week. But this morning, we hear what Luke tells us happens next. And I read to you from Luke chapter 2, beginning with verse 21. After eight days had passed, it was time to circumcise the child And he was called Jesus, the name given the angel before he was conceived in the womb. And when the time came for purification according to the law of Moses, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male shall be designated as holy to the Lord. They offered a sacrifice according to what is stated in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, looking forward to the consolation of Israel, and the holy spirit rested on him. It had been revealed to him by the holy spirit that they would not see death before that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Messiah, guided by the spirit And the child's father and mother were amazed at what was being said about him. And then Simeon blessed them and and said to Jesus' mother Mary, This child is destined for the falling and the rising of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be opposed so that the inner thoughts of many will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your soul too. Now there was also a prophet, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. She was of great age, having lived with her husband seven years after her marriage, and then as a widow to the age of 84. She never left the temple, but worshipped there with fasting and prayer night and day. And at that moment, she came and began to praise God, to speak about the child, to all who were looking for the redemption of Israel. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Oh, God, thank you this morning for a story about holy ones who've been waiting, who've been faithful. Inspire in us this kind of faithfulness this day, that we might wait for you and for your coming daily into our lives. Amen. This is a strange Sunday in the life of the church, the Sunday between Christmas and New Year's. Back in the day, and some of you gathered here will remember this, when large churches like Stone had more than one pastor, it was typically the associate pastor who preached on the Sunday after Christmas, giving the senior pastor the Sunday off. After all, how many people are really going to be in church on the Sunday after Christmas? That was sort of the argument that would be given and so you can have the associate preach on that Sunday. It's an in-between kind of a day. Some folks, and just talking to you all here in the sanctuary this morning, some folks have already had Christmas. You're done. You're on to leftovers and return of gifts. Others are still in the middle of visits and celebrations with family and friends. Some have time off this week. Others haven't had a day off or maybe on in months. It's a strange kind of Sunday because while some are done with Christmas and Valentine's candies are already on sale in some of our local stores, the church says Christmas has just begun. Now today we heard that story from the Gospel of Luke about Jesus' presentation in the temple. Next week, we'll hear from Matthew what we call the epiphany, the coming of the wise men from the east. The invitation into our story this morning is to extend Christmas just a little bit longer, to pay attention just a little bit closer, to see if we, like Simeon and Anna, in this week that will unfold in this year that is nearly upon us if we could find ourselves again able to be awed and amazed. Even when we're weary of this whole season that we've been in. The gospel lesson you heard this morning is not uh, one you typically find on Christmas cards, nor is it retold in many, if any, of the children's uh, Bibles. I looked here in our spark um, kids' Bible and no no mention of Simeon and Anna, Mary and Joseph bring Jesus to the temple to be presented to the Lord, and they bring their two turtle doves. While While they are there, the focus shifts from them, who are the center of the Christmas story so far, right, to these two senior saints, we might call them. Simeon and Anna. And they're not a couple, although it seems like they are Simeon and Anna in this sanctuary, but um, they have distinct lives. This first one, Simeon, old in age, but appears to be still open and fresh in spirit. We're told that he was righteous and devout. Remember all of these characters in our Christmas story, i get this designation of righteous or devout or find favor with God. And we're told here it had been revealed to him that he would not see death until he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Quite a promise. Quite a promise. And true to the promise, the Holy Spirit guides Simeon to the temple. And he encounters Mary and Joseph And the baby, and he takes the baby in his arms. Can't you just feel that, any of you who have held a baby, someone in your own family or uh, someone nearby? A baby. We're told he holds the baby in his arms. And looking at this child and then looking up to God, he makes this proclamation about who this baby is. Who this baby is. He says this child is going to be a, a light for revelation to the Gentiles. That's all of us. The whole world other than the people of Israel. He says the light of revelation to the Gentiles and the glory to your people Israel. It says proclamation about a promise fulfilled to Simeon. And Simeon is amazed. He's amazed, he's in awe, and he he offers up those words of thanks to God. We don't know what happens next, right? We don't get the follow-up, but we are certain that God's promise to him was fulfilled, that he died in peace, having seen the Messiah. I wonder along the way, like many of us who have uh, been aging, more noticeably maybe of late this righteousness and devoutness but as someone who'd been waiting for a long time human i wonder if he had doubts too right i wonder if he doubted sometime as he aged year after year after year really god really i'm not going to die until i see the messiah i wonder because if he did doubt then surely the amazement was more profound. And then there's Anna, and she's called a prophet. I love that, because very seldom in Scripture do we hear about women pronounced as prophets. She was a prophet. We're told she was 84, but there's more than that. It said she was widowed after only been married for seven years, so she would have been a very young woman when she was widowed. And since that time, she had committed herself to being in the temple, to fasting, and in prayer, day and night. Day and night. Now, there's no Holy Spirit promised to her, just a consistency on her part, in prayer, in fasting, in worship. And as a consequence of this, maybe, maybe it is a spiritual reward That she is one who not only encounters, but recognizes the divine in this little boy. For both Simeon and Anna, this story is so marvelous and full of awe. For they knew and they kept the religious practices of their day. They grew old in confidence and, like I said, possibly in doubt along the way. They were humans. But as they grew, they grew in confidence and consistency. And I imagine that many days, like our days, seem very much the same of these practices until, until these parents, this baby, an encounter with the divine Christ child, and they were amazed. They were amazed. So this invitation here this morning to you and to me is to claim for ourselves, no matter our age or our health or our condition, one way or the other, that we, like them, are never too old or too young to be amazed, to be in awe of God's gifts, grace, and presence. To be amazed by recovery made, even when the doctors had given up hope, to be amazed by a relationship mended when reconciliation just a short time ago didn't seem possible. Amazed at a baby expected when one had waited for so long. Amazed that an opportunity opens up when all doors seem closed. Amazed when peace is reached in a place and with the people where violence had reigned. So on this in-between Sunday, between Christmas and New Year's, between 2021 and yes, 2022, in a story about old people and a new baby, I encourage you and me, And all of us together this day to be open to awe and to amazement. Even again, maybe especially if you're old, maybe in body or maybe in spirit. Even if it's rainy and dreary out where you live, like where we live here in Meadville, or sunny and hot. Even if our lives are crowded with people or this day we feel quite alone. To be open to being amazed by God's peace and God's presence in our life.